Come in, sit down, and listen to all hunting, all fishing, and all outdoors. If you get your feelings hurt when animals die, this isn't the show for you. Broadcasting from the Appalachian Mountains in Northeast Alabama, it's the Alabama Sportsman's Podcast. And here's your host, Jamie Sparks. Welcome back, folks, to the Alabama Sportsman's Podcast. And this episode is sponsored by our friends from Malta Dynamics, who has brought us Hunter's Elite Safety Harness. And these guys are in the workplace fall prevention industry, so they know how to keep you safe while you're hunting. And I believe this is the best harness you can buy. Use promo code Alabama Sportsman 10 to receive your listeners' discount at MaltaDynamics.com. That's MaltaDynamics.com. On this episode, we talked to another big buck killer here in Alabama, Nick Mathis. He has taken a 150-plus inch buck down in South Alabama with his bow, and it's not even the rut yet. So see, it can be done. He's hunting some well-managed friends' property down there. And so let's jump all right on in and see what he has to say. Kind of have to get that in your mindset before you ever step foot out there. Right. Of course, you know, me being South Alabama again, these deer walking by, and I'm like, holy crap. Um, so they start showing me pictures, trying to, you know, hey, you may see this deer. Let me know what deer you're seeing. We're trying to find a few. Okay, no worries. So, you know, and these are all cool guys. They're showing me pictures, sharing their stories. Um, I see deer, and they're like, hey, you saw this deer? Yes, sir, saw him another day. Awesome. Go out there. Whatever happens with that deer, I'm not even sure. Right. Uh, so, like I said, I'm just out there to shoot does year one. Right. Year two comes around. They're a little bit more, hey, man, you mind going feeding deer, filling up trap, you know, filling up troughs for us, that kind of stuff. Heck, yeah. Hey, hey man, I'm all for it. Doing that for them, um, changing out cameras for them, watching stands. I hate to say it. I'm a do-boy for a bunch of rich guys, <laughs> but that is perfectly fine. <laughs> I know that sounds no. crazy to say, but no. look, it is what it is, and for the quality of deer I'm getting to shoot, I'll be your do-boy. That's right. You know, I mean, I'll make sure feeders are full, stands are where you want them, all that kind of stuff. There's nothing wrong I with that. Year, yeah, man, year two rolls around. Hey, do you mind feeding? We're going where Texas, Ohio. They travel all over the country shooting monsters on these right. TV shows and all. Sure, don't mind doing it. Well, hey, we're going to give you a little bit more free reign. You see this deer, this deer, this deer. Go ahead. We want them gone anyways. This is one of our good deer. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I'm still scared to shoot one regardless. So I just watched them and kind of reported back. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to this year, well, now they've had me feeding all summer long, changing cameras. They give me the green light. And, again, I've saw this buck, this buck I've shot for two years now on their pictures. I even had an encounter with him year two, but he was busted up everywhere. It was after the rut. I mean, when I tell you his horns were gone, he basically had the main beams, and that was it. I mean, he was trashed. Man. So I didn't know he was like, okay, well, we're not messing with him. I said, you're coming around the summer. I'm feeding all summer for him, getting it ready. And they finally said, hey, man, you want to hang a couple stands, put your cameras out, go for it. Just, you know, you know the rules. You better make sure it's the right deer. Okay, yes, sir. Well, I start hanging cameras. They're showing me pictures. We actually thought this deer was dead. Nobody was getting a picture of him. It was like he just disappeared. Right. Well, have you ever been looking around scouting and you find found a place that you were like, 
man, if I can't kill a deer from this place, I don't need to be hunting. You just know it's the right place. Yes. Yep. I mean, there was literally like an elevation that was down the bottom, and it went from hard, uh, went from planted pines to a sage field. And I was like, man, they have to be walking down this line. I'm like, they just have to be. Mm-hmm. So up the camera, first day on camera is this book. Wow. And I was like, oh, here we go. This goes on for a couple, I mean, it's literally August. I'm, I'm doing all this stuff. They finally said, hey, man, we, we know you've been getting that deer. If you want to go after him, we'll give you the okay. Go ahead. We know he's six, at least six. Go for it. He's mature. He won't be nothing else. Go for it. <laughs> I was like, well, wow. y'all just gave a redneck a green light. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So uh, I, I'm hanging. I said, I got him down there. And as long as I am putting feed out for two weeks solid, he is coming in every morning before season. I mean, the two weeks before season. Right. As long as I'm keeping him feet out there, he is coming in every morning. The earliest he was in there was 5.30, and the latest he was in there was 9.05. Mm. I was like, okay, I just need to play this right and do this the right way. So the Friday before season started, which was, what, the 14th? Right. I took off my lunch break, hauled butt 30 minutes out there, dumped some feet out, and said, all right, let it sit on Saturday. Just stay away from it Saturday. Slip in early on Sunday, which is what I did. I got there crazy early by 540. I'm literally in a stand ready to go. I was like, I mean, if I bump him out, if he happens to be in there at 530, it's God's will. It is what it is. Right. Well, so I slip in there. It's 540. It's quiet. Nothing's down there. I didn't bump nothing out. First deer is in there at 6 in the morning. A little two-year-old eight-point or something. I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention because I knew he wasn't the right one. Mm-hmm. 7.08, 7.09, I look up, 70 yards, he's coming dead for me. Mm. Well, I'm already, you know, oh, this is fixing to happen. Don't look at him. Don't look at him because you're going to look at him and you're going to get, you know, yep. spooked off and shoot whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, don't look at him. Don't look at him. The crazy part of the whole thing is he comes in. He literally stops probably five yards off of the feed, stands there and coughs a couple times, and I can see his breath. So I'm already freaking out. And he stands there and just looks around. He's not paying any. He don't know I'm there from nothing else in the world, but he's there and looking around. And I'm like, okay, it's going to happen. Well, he comes in, and he's quartered to me. I said, I'm not taking that shot. I said, I want to make sure this is, you know, do this the right way, make these guys out here happy, and then I've got a monster too. Heck, yeah. Well, Luckily for me, there's this little spike following him. And when I tell you little, I mean, his horns are probably the size of your pinky. Yeah. I mean, covered up by his ears. He's about 10 years, ten yards behind him. Well, this is where <laughs> I witness stuff. That, out there, you get to witness stuff that you don't normally get to witness just because there's not much pressure. Right. Well, this little spike circles around him, comes in. This big buck starts growling at him. God, the spike does. Never in my life. I mean, I've saw it on TV shows. You know what I mean? But the spike, South Alabama, you're not expecting that. The spike's growling he at him. In, he is growling at him, man. It sounds like a dog. Yeah. I mean, he is literally. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going. I'm just in awe. And I'm trying to get video of it all. Yeah. And and keep my mind, you know, where it needs to be. So he finally gets tired of the little spike being there and throws his horns at him and steps comes up on his back two legs and go and pawed at him Dang. when he landed he was broadside and i let the air fly golly oh yeah man and it happened just i mean i look back now and it felt like forever but you know it happens 
Yeah. Like like it's, you know, five seconds. Right. But, right. Oh, yeah, man. I never in my life. I mean, he growled at him. Golly. When you shot him, what did he do after you shot him? Oh, dude, he, he buckled, circled around, went 50 yards, fell over. I could see the bushes shaking when he fell. Golly. So you didn't. I walked right. Yeah, I walked right up on him. Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, with our landowners, the the guys that have the place, that were were they there or were they out of town? Oh no, I was out there alone. I said I said most of it out this afternoon. I was out there alone. Yeah, ninety nine percent time, man. I'm out there alone. They go, one of them's off in Texas right now. One of them's off in Illinois. I mean, they just uh, they wanted uh, pictures, and actually a couple of them came by and looked at the head and uh, congratulated me on it. And they were like, we knew it was going to be a good one. I, I think, like I said, from looking at him, from what we could tell, we're thinking mid-140s. But right. I almost am not sure that he's not going to surprise us and be 150. Right. His mass is just crazy. I know. I was looking at the this picture here. I got a picture up right here. And uh, the, the, the mass, he holds mass all the way out to the tips there. All the way. And believe it or not, you're looking at him, his left main beam, mm-hmm. that's already broke off an inch on that end. I can, I can see where it's bobbed off in this picture a little bit, yep. where it's kind of dull. Yep. I mean, he was already broke off, and that was the problem they said they always had with him out there was by the time somebody saw him, he was always broke to pieces, and nobody wanted to take him. Yeah. He's just a mean deer. He liked to fight, don't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. He, like I said, I just couldn't believe that growling thing threw me off because, again, where I'm down here in South Alabama and Houston County, you just don't, you know, you don't get to see that. Right. Out there, again, like I said, with it being, there's just no pressure, and these deer get fed protein pellets year-round. Right. Um, it, it's a, just a it's a blessing that I'm even out there. What kind of protein and, pellets are y'all feeding? <laughs> oh, dude, uh, those FRM deer 20s mm-hmm. is what they were feeding the antler plus, but again, I run a feed store, so I kind of, said, hey, why don't y'all swap over this? Let me save y'all a little bit of money. And it's got more fat in it. And, they, of course, they were all for it. Right. Um, and they swapped over that, and they've been on that for two years. But now I said, that's what I was doing when you were messaging me earlier. I was out there feeding troughs and everything. Right. Uh, trying to get them filled. Because, I mean, about every two weeks, there's two troughs that hold 500 pounds apiece. And about every two weeks, I'm out there filling them up. Wow. How much yeah. land is this? But- there's 600 acres right there that I'm on with them, but now there's 2,800 right next to it. Um, and then there's another guy that's got another 800 right next to it, and they're all buddies. Right. And every one of them guys right there on the same program. Right. Yeah, that My helps. Son. Oh, yeah, yeah, big difference. I mean, I three years of being out there, I, I'm not saying feeding, feeding does them great. Mm-hmm. But genetics still play a part because I've saw some eight points that are nothing but eight points, and are eight points now at seven years old. Right. So, but now they're two hundred pound deer too with twenty inch spreads, but now they're just eight points. Right. But man, I'll tell you, there's some out there. Woo. <laughs> woo. There are there's some of them out there that are off limits to me that are for the landowners. Right. They just say if you see him or get this one on picture, let us know. Right. Yes, sir. Sure so, will. So, if, the way you're talking, you know this. This is a 150 inch deer you, you got right here in your hands, and so you're talking up above that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 160s, yeah, man, 170s. I've, I've got pictures. So there's a nine point right now that I I think he's five. They swear he's only. They think he's only four. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's he's well in the high 150s. Wow. 
every bit of it. Can't and I was wait. like, okay, are y'all going to take this one this year? He's, I've been showing up on camera. Here's all my pictures of him. They're like, well, we only think he's four. Right. And they just really, I'm, I'm telling you, man, that is the, um, I, I, I'm out there video and I take pictures a lot, sending my buddies, of course. Right. And they're like, man, I don't know how you let this stuff walk. And I'm like, well, you have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You have to. If you want to keep hunting out here, you have to. How long have they been on this plan that, that, that y'all are on? How long, how long has uh, it been going They on? have been on it for, oh, shoot, 10, 12 years at least. Okay. Uh, maybe longer. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I just met them recently in the past few years when I took, took that job. And, uh, but they've been intensely managing it for years, right? Years, um, to all the ones that say, you know, and again, I, I'm, I'm one of them too, man. We've got farmland. My family's farmers. I hunt farmland. I've shot the basket racks, eight and six, nothing against it fills my freezer. Right. But I'll say now after being out there for three years, if you'll let them get to five or six, they ain't to tell them what they'll be. I know it. You know, where you, uh, I got. I got some uh, uh, private land I hunt on here by my house, you know, uh, there's family land and stuff. And, you know, you can't, it's small track. You can't really manage here. And everybody around here, they like to shoot everything. And I ain't got nothing. You know, if you want to shoot something, you know, a lot of people ain't got a lot of time to go out and just let deer walk. They want to, you know, get them a deer and go home and, yep. you and know. Say my season's done. I got a little meat. Yeah. I'm happy. That, yep. that, that way their, old, their, their wife's not, you know, jumping on her back constantly and then, then we got a hunting club in Bibb County. It's middle of the state. I don't know if you know where that's at, but uh, uh, we got a hunting club there. And past four years, you know, is when we really started trying to shoot mature bucks. You know, try to we're trying to go with it is a club, and guys are paying money, and they want to kill deer. But you know, we got everybody on the same page now. Is you know, try to get a four year older older. We run a lot of cameras, and yep. and everybody, you know, we kind of share pictures. Hey, is this what's this buck? Do you think this buck's a shooter? And so we, we kind of shared pictures, and it has really, really helped. You know, it helped a lot of hunters, our, our younger hunters, to uh, really mature on pulling the trigger. You know, yep. they, they kind of stopped before, and they look and say, well, you know, state only lets me get three bucks anyway. Why not just take something I really want to take? Because we got this property here that we're really managing, you know, or managing better. And yep. uh, so, you know, it makes people a little bit more picky. You know, I mean. Yeah, and, and, and I said I hate to say it, but that, I mean, and that spoiled me out there. And luckily, part of the deal they gave me, which like I said, I mean, I, I do handle stuff for them. So when they get ready to go, they don't have to touch nothing. They have to climb up in the box stand and go hunt. Yeah, that's but right. But part of the benefit for me is they allow me to take my wife and kids. Yeah, that's awesome. So right it's there. nice to be able to go out there, man, and, and then 30 deer pile out on a green field on front of you with your kids there because you keep them entertained and get them into it. That's right. That's right. You know, I. I, like I said, down here, the lease I've been in the past four or five years in Dale County, Alabama, man, you may sit two weeks solid and not see a deer. Wow. And then all of a sudden they're there. And that land was all, it was on the river also. The land I'm on now, the river is the border. No, that land over here in Dale County. But they just, like you said, there was only 400 acres there. And if they crossed the, the property line, the chance of them getting shot was really high. Right. Um, over here, there I said there's I know of close to four thousand acres that they do not do that on. Right now, uh, so, for some of these listeners, uh, you know, if you're from out of out of the state, uh, Dothan is southeast Alabama. I mean, it's South Alabama. 
Yes, sir. Sounds all about border of Georgia and Florida. Right. So right there, you know, you're probably the first guy I have had on the podcast that from that area down in that section down in there. So uh, tell our listeners, you know, if anybody wants to get down that way, because it ain't far. How how far is Conecuh from you, the uh, National Forest? About an hour oh, or two? Oh, goodness. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm about an hour to Troy, mm-hmm. about two hours to Montgomery, and it's four to Birmingham. Okay. If that kind of gives you any kind of reference. Well, I, I, yeah, okay. Well, let's. We can use Troy. All right. You said about an hour to Troy. Yeah, right, about so, an hour to Troy. So you got Tuskegee National Forest right in there. Uh, so anybody that wants to hunt like some public land, uh, that area down there. When does a rut usually hit? Because I, you know, I don't ever get to talk to anybody down in that area. Rarely. Well, and, and see that that to me is the crazy part. You know, everybody wants to tell you down here. Hey man, it's the end end of January, end of January, mm-hmm. end of January, and I'm not saying it's not, but I could pull up some pictures right now. I wish I I wish I had a way to send them to you beforehand. I, they're all on my camera. Well, I'm right sure now, books like his. I'm sure I get to talk to you again. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> and, and I said there's. A, I'm trying to get my wife on one this year. I've been I got one on camera that I'm. I'm I'm trying to get him to come in pretty regular, but of course you don't want to mess with the bow. She wants to shoot it with her rifle, and I'm right. I say whatever you want to do. Right. Um, but they say the end of January now. There's a lot of good deer killed down here. That last that February the tenth. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of them killed there, but we've still got deer with spots right now. Right. So I I think they start. Man, any time from right now on, because if you were on this place right now where I killed this deer, it's literally. I move spots to try to see different deer. There are scrapes and rubs everywhere. They have got it trashed. Right. Um, it is trashed. Uh, I was like, this is way too early. But I don't think, I think once they get their horns, it just happens to be whenever they were getting ready to go. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, they start, you know, they start laying scrapes and stuff down, you know, even, you know, months before their, their uh, the rut hits, you know, they're trying to establish territory and stuff like that. Um, the the dates I will tell you for where I'm at, normally through Christmas, they'll start about the middle of December through through Christmas. It is crazy on that corner where we're at. Right. I mean, they are buck wild, and normally after Christmas, it's hard to see a good buck. Yeah. Um, and I found that out the hard way too, after three years of being out there. Right. And the, guy, the guys told me that, of course, I didn't believe it. Um, I was like, man, there's no way they're rutting this early. Yeah, I was completely incorrect. I was like, yeah, I should listen to y'all. Yeah. But I would say Dale County where I've hunted and even right here where I live, um, it's later. I mean, it's the end of January before these deer go wild. Right. And I'm not sure what the big difference is. I mean, from where I was hunting to where I am hunting, there's it's probably sixty miles apart. But mm. you wouldn't think there'd be that much of a difference. No, but it, it's crazy how that line works, you know. Well, well, you, and, I, you... well and that's that. So I'll tell you this too, and this this blew my mind. Literally, where I was sitting, and I shot this deer. Mm-hmm. Five hundred yards away from me was another camera on a field. No picture of that deer at all this year. Mm. 500 yards is it between those two cameras and the feeder. Nothing. They they thought he was dead because they didn't have him on any pictures. They're like, he's always here. He, I mean, just 500 yards. And he wow. wasn't even going up. He wasn't traveling up there. He didn't. There's so something I, There's something he didn't like about it. Of course. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, Apparently, you, yeah, it, I started. Uh, but, have you ever heard of Triple Grip? No, I hadn't heard of that. Okay, this is a little place they make it right there, a little bit south of Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Uh, I cannot pronounce the name right. Is it Stewart or Sturrett? Something like that, south of Birmingham. Hmm. And it is it's a corn with roasted peanuts and roasted soybeans. Okay. I mean, now granted, it is expensive for me. It's like seventeen dollars a bag. Right. And you cut it open, it smells like peanut butter. Mm. And he was just burying his face in it. Mm. So it was worth me keeping putting it out until I could get out there to him. Right. So um, he wanted that more than he wanted those uh, protein pellets. Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot more, a lot more. But there's some big deer over there. I mean, literally 10 miles up the road. I'd say 10 miles, as the crow flies, about 10 miles. One of my best friends, his girlfriend, shot a monster over there last year with her boat. How big was it? Uh, oh, man, he was a big nine-pointer. He had no kind of spread. He probably wasn't 15 inches wide. But you talking about straight up, 12-inch tines, straight up? Dang. Yeah, I mean, just monsters. But everybody's like, oh, it's South Alabama. You're near Florida. They're baby deer. And I'm like, no, man, if you'll let them get right, they'll, you know. But, again, there's just so many people that hunt down here. And, hey, I'm like you. Fill your freezers, baby. Fill your freezers. But don't get mad at me when I let these pass to shoot a monster. That's right. There's nothing wrong. I don't care what you shoot. I'm glad guys yeah, like I'm you. With you. Yeah, <laughs> whatever makes you happy, get your heart going, go for it. Yeah, I'm glad guys like you are taking books like this in the state of Alabama that you ain't you don't have to drive to Kentucky or Illinois or something like that to get a 150 inch deer like this. I mean, yep. you're in South Alabama. When I say South, I mean South Alabama. Oh yeah, man. From my house, I can be in Panama City Beach in an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. I so, mean, we're the deep South. Yeah. Yeah, y'all are in L.A., yeah. Lower Alabama. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, yep. sir. So I mean, it, some it, more. I said uh, I got some buddies, Cody Sprouse. I don't know if you've heard his name or not. He shot a. He was hunting in Troy last year, and he shot one that went one fifty-seven and something. Never and that's seen an hour it. away from here. Yeah. Uh, another buddy, Chase Jinks, over this past weekend, he shot a. I think it was a big ten point. He went one fifty-one. Golly, you need to get, get me in touch with these guys. I like to talk to them. Yeah, well, I, I dang sure can, man. I All got right. their phone numbers, I said, and, and they'll tell you the same thing. They're like, once we became adults and wanted to start harvesting big deer, we learned you had to let those two or three-year-old eight points go. That's right. That's and right. I'm like, and again, but you know, that all depends on, I, you can't. it's hard to do it on 400 acres. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I get that point of it, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, I love it. I love killing big racks, you know. And thing is, I'm not as mad at them, mad at them as I used to be, you know. So, <laughs> you know, so I, n- now now I can be a little bit more picky. So that's it. Yeah. That is it. I, and I can say this: I haven't said this yet. That was actually my first bow kill. All that right. Year. Um, that is very addicting. I will not pick up a rifle again. Oh come on, man. Well, I say that if my kids want to go, you know, and hey, daddy, shoot a doe, I'll carry my rifle. But man, when they're 15 yards like that and you can hear them breathing and eating everything, yeah. that that is a rush. Yeah, it is. It is. It is a rush. It is. I mean, yeah. you know, if you got a piece of property like like y'all have there, and you can do that, I'm all for it. But it, like like our hunt club, I mean, it's you know, it, it, it's a paper company, so. You know, they'll go in, clear cut it, and in three, four years, you can't see through it. So, you know, yep. you know, when, when, when time comes, you 
we have to put down the bow and arrows and, you know, go. I mean, of course, we can sit on the green field, you know, and try to take shots at them there. And, and we do. You know, we have luck doing that. And we got hardwood bottoms, but, man, there ain't nothing like picking that rifle up when it's cold and touching that trigger and smelling that gunpowder oh, yeah. burn. Man, I, I love it. <laughs> I, I, wow. Yep. But, man, and, I mean. Uh, and it's different over there, like I said, because they, like you said, where it grows up, because they're right now, as a matter of fact, they've got somebody over there, uh, a timber company from Georgia, over there thinning out the pines now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like you said, it comes back, but they'll go over there and literally burn off sections every year and, and i'm like well that's awesome but the average guy and i'm one of them because i'm still driving my old 2000 model z71 Shoot um, yeah. cannot afford to do that now I, saying, I, I have been blessed to be able to go over there so they do a lot of uh, control burning stuff do they uh do they manage for quail uh, they haven't they have been messing with turkeys there are some jumbo gobblers over there mm. Man, don't um, tell me that. I'm jealous now. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I literally drove up to one the other day, and I just thought he was going to stand there and not even pay attention to me. I mean, I, I thought I could reach out my truck and grab him. Golly. Uh, and I mean, beards dragging ground kind of stuff. Mm. They just don't mess with it. I said, y'all don't kill these turkeys? And one of the guys said, I mean, he's like, yeah, I do. He's like, yeah, you get excited. He said, then I walk up to it, and I'm like, it's a big bird. And they just don't they just don't mess with them. Man. Killing. Ducks the same way, man. There's some swamp ponds out there, and I'm like, y'all ain't never duck hunting out here? Wow. And I'm like, no, you want to set it up for us to teach us how? Sure, sure, sure. Man, <laughs> you, got it, you got it going on right there. You you have fell in. I'd, do, I'd be more than a do-boy. <laughs> <laughs> believe, believe me, I am, because there's been times, hey, I don't feel like messing with this deer. You just, you just take him and do something with him? Sure, put him in the back of my truck, and I'll handle it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, uh, but like I said, they, it's, and again, I know that is not average around here. That's um, right. Or anywhere. And I get that. I'm, I'm 43 years old. I've hunted farm, our farm property and leases all my, I know that's not, that is not an average deal, but it can be done in South Alabama. Right. So do y'all do uh, predator control and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've always, they've told me since day one. If you're deer hunting and you see a coyote or a bobcat or something along that lines, you're you're coyote or bobcat hunting. That's right. From that time, I said yes sir, got it. Uh, me too. Uh, if I if I'm if I'm hunting and I see a predator, well, guess what? My hunt just turned into a, a bobcat. Or, yep, yep. Yes, sir. That's yes, right. sir. They've told me like I don't care what you're hunting when you're out there and you see one, you better go ahead. And, and I've been getting some coyotes on pictures too. And I was like, yeah, we're finna to come out here and figure some of them out. Yeah. You got any hogs there on that property? No. We uh, we shot two over the summer, and, and that's been the only two I've ever seen out there. Well, that's good. Good and thing. I'm not even sure where they came from. Yeah, it's good that you got them. Yeah. Two boars showed up, and we had them on camera, and them guys were freaking out. I was like, y'all just calm down. They're like, we don't want to feel the feeders until they're gone. I said, well, just go dump some on the ground. I will take care of it. Yeah. And we put a trap out there and caught one, and. Uh, another one, a guy just happened to be riding through, and this boar stepped down in front of him on one of the roads, and he whipped out his rifle and shot him. Heck, yeah. That was a two. Hadn't saw any more. Well, that's good. That is good. Man, it seems like y'all got a really good plan. Everything's working out for you down there. And, you know, and it just it goes. So, all together, all together, y'all, y'all pushing 4,000 acres somewhere in there? Somewhere through there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 4,000 acres, you got those caliber deer. I mean – 
it, it, if guys are listening to this, you know, in central Alabama or all over the state of Alabama, and you're in a hunt club and you got 2,000 acres, because typically that's what most people have. I mean, there's a lot of people that fluctuates, but and your neighbor is a hunt club and they have that much. Man, y'all get on the same page and look, yes, look, sir. At, the, look yes. at the bucks and kill. Yeah. I know people don't want to. You want to be guarded and, and say, oh, well, I want to hide this deer. Show them. Say, yeah. hey, y'all, if y'all see this one, think about letting him walk. He's only yeah. four. He's only three. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of that depends on your neighbors, but, man, if you could ever get it that way, that, woo. Yep. Yeah. The yep. stuff you would start seeing. Now, with that being said, if I ever, my daughter wants to shoot whatever, I'm not going to hold her back. No, you can't. But you can't. For, for us adults, yes, let, let them because it is very doable. You have to feed them. I, I, I've seen that now in my three years. Mm-hmm. And, and again, even my brother makes fun of me. He's like, I cannot believe you're feeding right now. Whatever. I was like, man, hey, this is what they want to do. It's what they've been doing. Who am I to buck the system? That's right. I mean, if they you got a plan. What I'm over here. <laughs> yeah, if they got a plan and it's working, you might as well stick with it. You might yeah. as well stick with it. Can't be I like mean, you can't be like the Auburn Tigers when they, hey when Auburn oh, Lord, when, yeah, when they're, they're doing something yeah I know when they're doing something that's working they completely change what they're doing and they start man they start backing up so you can't back <laughs> up so yeah I saw where they fired Harrison is that yeah, how you pronounce yeah, it yeah 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 well yeah that's just that's only a few more what twenty million you got to pay him. that's right no that's right no big deal yep but that, yeah it's very doable it um, is. It well, is, I, said, man. I mean, again, I, I'm uh, in South Alabama, you know, well, you don't know, but I tell you down here, you know, hunting lands is like secret honey holes. Yeah. You don't show nobody your pictures. You don't. And, and it's just a mentality thing. And that's what I'm telling my buddies. Once y'all get out of that mentality and, and start saying, hey, let me show these deer to the other guys, it changes so much. Yep. Yep. And, and, and what happens now, I've seen this firsthand. I, what happens is if you're in a club, okay, and you got a neighboring club, all right, and y'all are killing good bucks, really good bucks, and these guys over here are not killing really good bucks, it, it they start grumbling and start mumbling with each other. Next thing you know, they start wanting to kill bigger bucks. Yep. They, they want that. And, and the thing about it is, man, deer hunters, man, we love to beat our chest. And when you cut, when you when you're bringing in a little basket rack, you know, two year olds and stuff like that, and your neighbor he's bringing in 120, 130 inch deer. I mean, you know, that guy over there he's beating his chest, screaming like Tarzan, you know. And you're sitting over there just looking at him, you know, cheering him on, basically. Yep. So, yep. I mean, you know, you can sit over there and scream like Tarzan, or you can sit over there and you know saw the antlers off of a spike, you know, and and go home and tell your old lady that you killed something. Oh, yeah, man, I'll tell you, I was so jacked. I was out there alone. Like I said, I, I mean, I walked right to this deer. Again, I, I should not have ever done this. Man, I picked him up by myself and threw him in the back of the truck. And I was like, just the adrenaline of shooting one that size. Yeah. I was still just stunned. Of course, you pull up to the, the meat processor, and they're like, well, you wouldn't plan on getting a big one, were you? And I was like, no, ma'am, I told you when I went, <laughs> I was coming with a big one. Heck, yeah. <laughs> How much did you, did you, did you weigh him? Yeah, he and it actually surprised me. He was only one seventy five. One seventy five. Well, I mean, but that's I a South Alabama deer. Well, and and I literally got back close to eighty pounds of meat off of it. Wow. Yeah, um, and I've been fortunate, man. I've got some good ones on the wall. Nothing like that, but I've actually got a 
uh, from right up the road, we had some land. My uncle sold it. We used to hunt. It was on a river over here. Mm-hmm. And I've got a 15 point on the wall in here from over there. Wow. He actually has, he's a eight on one side, six on the other. And in the middle of his head, he has a unicorn horn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, what did they're what, here? What did he rough score, or what did you score? Oh, I, man, I could not even tell you. He's on my wall. I can take pictures of him all day long. <laughs> his time length is where he's he's got a lot of mass. Yeah, but his times are probably only I don't know four, five, six inches long. But that's yeah. just a pile of them up there. Yeah, heck yeah, um, that's one thing. Too. I, yeah, I've literally never had one scored until whenever this one gets back, I'm gonna have him scored. Be the first one I've ever actually had officially scored. Right, right. Um, right. again, awesome. like you said, it can be done. Everybody just get on the same page. I know it's hard. I believe me, I know it's hard. Yeah. Um, but you can have big deer in Alabama. Oh yeah, and and every year, man, I, I've said this before on this podcast that every year. It's proven. I mean, somebody, they're killing 150, 160, 180, 190. Michael Perry's killed that 190. What state record muzzleloader buck? I mean, I mean, yeah. they're here, and that was a public land deer. Yep. I mean, all it is in Alabama is age. Yep. I mean, you give the age there, and you'll see his potential. And, you know, I mean, crap, if you want to shoot something, you know, if you got a junkyarder walking around out there, then you know it's a dang you know, he's messed up, or you don't think he's ever going to make anything, you'll cull him, cull him. Yep. I mean, yep. take you some does. I mean, yep. there's nothing said, wrong with none of that. Nothing. I don't know. Year one, uh, between me and my wife over the season, uh, like I said again, I was out there for nothing but does. I was watching deer for them. We took 15 does off that place. Right. They were like, look, we need to thin them out. There's too many of them. We're not seeing the deer ain't up moving because they don't have to get up and move. Mm-hmm. help us but nobody wanted to shoot does and i'm like hey man i'll fill every freezer i got plus my parents freezers plus my in-laws freezers and everything else don't bother me one bit that's right um and you have to do that because i hear about that all the time too and i'm sure you have over the years that's right folks just don't want to shoot does yeah and, and i don't i don't get that one man the manager heard you have to yeah you gotta take your does you gotta take them and last year they they weren't seeing as many last year as they thought they should have seen so we only off the whole place that i know of there was only two does taken right so now you're out there again this year man they're everywhere yeah so i'm like yeah it's gonna have to be another mop-up year coming up pretty quick yeah that's right that's right well that'd be a good time yeah great because i get my kids out there that's right my kids shoot does yep that'd be good and good for them and and like you saying you got a lot a lot of them out there so i mean it's it's not like they're going to be bored. They don't want to be on that <laughs> phone. I mean, you know. Nope, nope, and they start pretty early, too, even this afternoon while I was feeding. Uh, I had one standing off about 100 yards in the pine tree just staring at me, waiting for me to leave that, that protein pellets. And yep. I'm like, I'll have you on camera here in about five seconds once I pull off. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Well, how long have you there been hunting all together? How long have you been hunting? Oh, man, let's see. Uh, good Lord, I'm 40. It's going to be 43. My dad started taking us when we were little, little. Um, mm-hmm. Again, we're farmers down here, peanut farmers, cotton farmers. Right. Uh, so he would take us when we were little. I want to say I shot my first deer when I was probably six or seven. That's good, man. That's good. And you're raising your kids up like that, too. Oh, yeah. They go with me. They they still, my, my 16-year-old daughter, she's all about it. She yeah. wants to go as much as she can go. Hey, I just want to go sit and watch them. Um, my younger daughters, 
my six-year-old, she's in it this year. She's like, Daddy, I'm going with you this year. I was like, baby, you will never be, be still, but we're going to go anyways. Right. I was like, I don't care if you carry your tablet and your bubble gum and your chips and everything. We'll just go sit in the box stand and see what we can see. That's right. That's all that matters, yeah. man. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Get them out there. Get them involved, man. And, you know, one day they're going to be buying hunt license, and, and that's, that's that helps us. So I can't say that enough, man. Just, you know, we – we're, we're this this is a dying sport you know i mean they're our way of life people like us it's, we're dying off you know oh yeah because i tell i tell my kids stories all the time growing up as farmers if if we drove by a field and say there were 300 doves out there we could you go you know knock on mr farmer john's door and he'd say hey yeah y'all go ahead and shoot all of them you want yep. just bring me a mess and we'll call it even yeah you can't do that anymore no sure can't now everybody's scared about lawsuits or anything else. I'm like, man, we just want to go kill some birds. Yep, that's right. Man, it's sad. It is very sad. But, uh, man, I'm glad you got this book right here. It's a great book. I'm glad you came on and you talked to us and all. And, man, I hope you get another one. I hope your wife gets a good one this year. And, look, I want you to I want you to stay in touch with me. You know, if y'all do have some more luck, man, you got my number. You know, text me, oh, call yeah, me. There ain't no telling what's going to come off of that place when these guys get out there. Because I said, there's ones that are off limits to me. Now, whether or not they see them or not. Right. You know, granted, it's a different story. But there's some they've told me, I don't care what, what happens. If that deer walks out in front of you, you better just look away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. Yeah. yeah that's a, that. Yes, sir. I got you covered. <laughs> that's right. Hey, uh, but I really will. I will send you some of these other guys, Cody and them. I'll see their numbers. Man. Right. Cody, I'm telling you, he shot one last year in Troy. That was one fifty-seven and seven eighths or oh something like gosh. that. I was a monster. He hunted him all year too. He knew he was there, and he stuck with it, stuck with it. And then all of a sudden, come across Facebook, big buck nail, you know. And yeah. I was like, well, he got him. Yeah, uh, I know what a one fifty-seven looks like right here because my buddy Heath, he's got one hanging right here in the studio, and it was a hundred. I think it was one hundred fifty-eight inches, one hundred fifty something yeah. like that. I can't remember, but it's a huge buck. And man, I'd love to get in touch with your buddy Cody. And, yeah, and talk not about a that book. Home. Yeah, hey, not I was, was going to ask you too. This being Halloween and stuff, you know, hunters get to see all kinds of stuff, and we, I've, I've seen, I've seen a bunch of crazy things in my life in the woods, things that most people haven't ever seen or won't ever see. Have you ever, have you ever had anything like that happen to you? You know, have you ever had something like, you know, you couldn't explain it or something crazy or just something out of the way ever happened to you in the woods? Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I've been terrified in the woods before. You know, you got there early and, and then or late because I will say my dad was a stickler. If there's deer on the field while you sit in the stand, you better not get down to either they're gone or they can't see you kind right. of deal. Right. Oh, yeah, and, and, and there's no telling what it was. Uh, I've been out there, and like I said, waiting for the deer to leave, and all of a sudden it just sounded like a, like a tree fell over and all hell broke loose with all the bushes and all, and you don't know what it is, man. I reached out and grabbed my climber go about three steps. <laughs> and I was like, man, I don't know what this is. Uh, and, and then I've been before, I swear I've been hunted by coyotes, man. I swear they were chasing me. Oh, uh, oh yeah. I mean, it's like they kept getting closer. And I'm like, I'm not sure why they're getting closer. So I fired off around because I was like, I'm not getting attacked today. Right. Yeah, man. You, like you said, you, and I know it's probably nothing in the woods, but, you're out there in the dark time. Nothing looks the same. Right. And if all I know, it was an armadillo. But, <laughs> but, yeah. but I promise you, when he when it broke loose up under me like that, I reached down there and grabbed my climber, and I went up about three more strokes. I said, nope, nope, nope. Heck yeah. 
you didn't want him read up, reach up there and touch you on the toes, did you? No, no. <laughs> and, and they look, I, I see it on Facebook. They say there's bears and mountain lions down here. I've never saw one. I, I hope I don't. I don't want to. Um, but you never know. I mean, and again, you're out there in the dark time. You just, I wasn't taking the chance. Right. Now, I know up here where I'm at, I'm in northeast Alabama, halfway between Birmingham and Atlanta. And okay. uh, so I know there's bears here. We, we've, we've, bunch of we've seen them all around here got pictures of them and everything else but the mountain lion thing you know i'm not sold on it but I, you, you, there's so many people listen this, this is this is my thing there's so many people in this state i'm, I'm gonna do a podcast on all this that's why i'm asking you because this little clip that we just talked about just now it's going in it so i'm just gonna put together like a story podcast on it but uh, as many people that say they have seen mountain lions in the state of alabama there should be a breedable population now. You would think so. I know, but there's not. So, I mean, it's, there's something, you know, somebody's seeing yeah. something. And, and people's imagination, just like you just said, you know, you know, you, you climbed up a couple extra jacks up a tree because you thought that armadillo or that monster was going to grab yep. you. So, I mean, yep. people's minds get carried away when it's dark. So oh I, yeah, the I biggest buck you stepped out, stepped out, and it wasn't nothing but a you know a tree limb. Yep. 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 So uh, you know I don't know until I see a mountain lion in Alabama. Somebody's got picture or video, and I know it's in Alabama. I, I'm not sold on it. I don't either because I don't. I mean, I think there's enough food for them here, but they're they're not for this climate down here. Right. Which I say that, but the gentleman right up the road from my house, and literally, I mean, it's not two miles up the road. He has a herd of elk. Right. So you would think elk aren't good in the deep south Alabama where it stays hot all the way through Christmas, but, man, them elk have thrived up there. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, uh, he, They all about it. I know several guys. I never would have thought that either, but I can literally name off several guys right now that have elk and axis deer in south Alabama. Right. Hmm. You just, but now I will say this for me. Look at them. They don't get as big by no means. As as the ones from you know Colorado, New Mexico, place like that, these right. they, these elk are not. I mean, they're still huge. They're size of a horse, but right. You know, compared to them ones up there, it's two different ball games. That's right. That's right. Well, Nick, man, it, man, it has been great talking to you, bud, man, and and you got some great stories. And I hope you get to you know call me again. And uh, I like to ride down to meet you, man. I lo- I'd love to see this buck in in person. And I tell you what, we're doing a thing. Uh, we started last year, and our, our very first uh, uh, episode was with Michael Perry and his uh, man cave. It's on YouTube. You go to Alabama mm-hmm. Sportsman, you can see it. But um, okay. we, uh, I, I, we're we going to go around and just, you know, people like you that's got a good book like this, and we want to video it and let you tell the story on video, and we'll put it on YouTube on our YouTube page. So, And I want to travel around around the state, and just like your buddy Cody's killed that big 157, you know, I'd like to go see it. You know, come down and – you know, maybe make a weekend of it and, and, and talk to y'all guys and, you know, get to meet you face-to-face and, you know, and and record these books so everybody can actually see them, you know, and, and appreciate what Alabama has to offer and appreciate, you know, these guys that are like y'all, or, you know, that are killing these big bucks, you know, that Alabama can grow these big bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like so, I said, you got to look age, baby, age. That's it. Age, age. That's it. So, but come on, man! I said we can. I'm sure whatever time you come, we can find somewhere to fish or hunt or whatever. That'd be great, find man. Some good food down here in the dirty south. Heck yeah, we'll we'll yeah. we'll do it. I'll, I'll get with you, and uh, it it'll probably be later on 
or whatever. If something comes up, I'll get with you if I'm down that way. And uh, so you already got him at a text numbers, right? Oh, yeah. Well, and I'll say this. Um, <clears throat> I had sticker shock when I went to get one, when I went to get him <laughs> shoulder mounted. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I did not realize it's been a long time since I've killed one big enough to put on the wall. Yep. And I was like, you know what? Uh, 650 bucks is stout. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy that works with me, he does Europeans. He's like, man, just give it to me and I'll take care of it. Yeah. So he's actually already got him cleaned off. And he, he told me this. He said, that is the oldest deer I've ever missed with. He said, when I was cleaning him, his teeth were falling out. Oh, God. Uh, he's already got him cleaned off, but he is building me a special plaque kind mm-hmm. of deal where I can hang it from the wall. Right. Um, he said, I don't want to show you till it's done, but he's already got him clean. He's like, I'm building a plaque now. He's like, because he only gun hunts. He's like, man, I got all this time. You shot this deer so early. I got all this time in the world to get him ready for you. Heck yeah. <laughs> well, I tell so, you what, man, when you get him ready, you hit me up, man. And I'd love to come down and see him. It's, it's going to be a poke for me. It'd probably be about uh, three and a half hours from my house, probably. But I just, that's about what it takes for me to get to Talladega. So I don't yep. know where you're at. Yep. Yeah. I mean, or, hey, ag- actually. Else. Actually, Oxford, right over here by Talladega, that's my hometown. Okay, well, I will tell you, I've already got my tickets bought for the spring race. Well, maybe you can come up. Come with your neck of the woods. Yeah, come up and you come to the studio. I'm not, I'm probably 40 minutes from there. So, man, I I can come get you and come up here and you can see where I'm at. Maybe you can turkey hunt with me, man. Hey, yeah, I'm sure by then. I said, I'll have that head back by then. My wife will just laugh when I put the car. So, yeah, yeah. But anyway. Heck, man, I'm glad you I'm glad you got him, man. I, I'm tickled to death for you, and I, I love it when uh, guys like y'all are killing these big old bucks, man. It just it's just a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to hear the stories, and our listeners love to hear it too. And man, just just yes. stay in touch with me, and uh, man, let's let's talk again. I will do, and I hope I said I hope as soon as gun season rolls around, uh, my wife graduates as a nurse practitioner December 10th. Okay. And I said, she said, once I graduate, she's like, I'm going to live in a stand with you. And I, I'm hoping we come out with a good one for her. I hope so, too, man. I, I, I really do. I'm, I'm going to try. My, I'm trying everything in, in, my res- in my reservoir to go out there and try to find it. And, Heck yeah. And find her a good one. Well, that'd be great, man. That'd be a good graduation present for her. But, uh, all right, Nick. Well, man, you have a good and have a good e- evening and all. And I know them little kids will probably want to go trick-or-treat, so. Oh no, we did that this weekend. Well, she just uh, she she wanted to be next to daddy the whole time he was on the phone. So. There ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Well, Not you, at all. Well, you be good, man, and uh, we'll be we'll be talking back with you again. All right, brother, you be safe, and I appreciate it. All right, thanks, Nick.